Oh, hi. Hey, Slapfeg Radio, episode 15, coming at ya. Mm-hmm. That was um, that was the soundtrack from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge from Disneyland. Oh, yeah, that was my favorite uh was my favorite, favorite, favorite land at oh, Disneyland. Oh, was it a movie? It was get, was it Disneyland? Yeah. yeah, it's the actual soundtrack when the cuz you know when you're walking through Disneyland they have the no, music I don't know on about, the I don't know anything about like that. that. No. So I have uh, not been to Disneyland or Disney World. You've never been to Disneyland? No. Never? <laughs> no, I haven't. Wow. And I've never shot a gun either. Yeah. You've never shot you've a never gun? Never shot a gun? I've shot many. My dad yeah, was have a you cop. Really? Yeah. Okay. My dad was a cop and yeah. we were required to know we'll see. our ins and outs of firearms. I've never done either of those two things. And I'm not going to do one unless I can do both at the same time. You want to shoot guns at Disneyland? Yeah, yeah that's the only way I'm never going <laughs> to shoot a gun is if it's in Disneyland, you know. Or Burning Man. I wouldn't mind, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never been there either, have you? No. Um, I only went to... You went to Burning Man? No, oh, I went to the, the guy who, um, who, like, I guess started the Burning Man. He, he quit doing it after a while because he thought got, it got because it got so commercial yeah because it got he so lame make money yeah. so then he started like some other thing kind of in the same area which was just basically hardcore burning man yeah it was like, and it was like two weeks before burning and man. nobody cared right or no did no all the, it was it was cool because the there was a bunch of people they had uh it was it was a combination of like um, kind of steampunk folks, but a lot of like weird inventors. Oh, yes. Yeah, so there was guys yeah. there that had made their little small rockets, and so they they made yeah. small rockets and they were like shooting them up into. So they the were air. sketched out by Burning Man because it was too commercialized or too too expensive or too widespread or whatever. And yeah, then. yeah. So but so these were guys that just wanted to experiment in the desert. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. so it was maybe like I don't know, maybe three hundred people. I lasted a day, and it was when so When was hot. this? Oh, this was like 15 years ago, oh, okay, 17 okay. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I lasted one yeah, day, and then yeah, I looked yeah. at my girlfriend at the time, and I said, you know, we're about two hours from yeah. Reno. I don't and, think I uh, could hang yet. Yeah, I was like, we're about two hours from Reno, yeah. and we can get a king-size bed with a buffet. Yeah, With yeah. air conditioning. Get yourself sick. Yeah. And she was like, let's do it. And so we- You could get a big suite down in Palm Springs, and- Snort speed and play chess and drink drink uh, drink Jack Daniels. Hey man, go, I'm all You go to go to uh, go to uh, the the monkey. Uh, what do they call that place? Go to that crazy exotic uh, um, zoo they have down there in Palm Springs with the monkeys from all over the world. You know, I, I haven't there? seen it. No, no. They do that stuff on Christmas. Really? All that stuff. <laughs> For it. So, yeah. I mean, like thirty years ago. You know. Okay, so that was again. That was the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge soundtrack. Composed by John Williams, performed by the London Symphony Orchestra, um, recorded at Abbey Road Studios in London. Oh man! It's um, an exclusive picture disc that someone bought for me because because uh, I like Disneyland and I like Star Wars. It's a collectible right. picture disc. But um, so yeah, this is episode fifteen. A lot of crazy 15 stuff going already, on. Fifteen already, man. Know, right? A lot of crazy stuff going on in the universe. Everything's pretty hokey Friday and a little smoky. In the universe. Tuesday afternoon in the universe. What is it? Monday. It's Monday. Today's Monday. Today's Monday. Yeah, man. September 14th. I don't know what to do because uh, of all this smoke and how it was dark here the other day. And, um, you know, did you like freak out about that or anything? I mean, yeah, because I woke <laughs> up and it was dark. That was pretty awesome. My, my alarm went off, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. is it something No, you had the wrong? same thing everyone had. Yeah, yeah. yeah something, something's wrong. I, I took pictures. You checked your and computer, stuff. and you were like, wait a second. How yeah. can it all be wrong? And I had to teach a class, a Zoom 
meeting, you know, and I, I woke up like right before it because uh-huh. it was so late. I, yeah, I slept straight through, like just not, you know, didn't even know. Yeah, right. And I woke up. I was like, what the hell? I mean, it was dark. It was like three in the morning dark at 1030 a.m. It was yeah. so goddamn weird. It was nothing like that's ever happened to me or any of It was of like us. a Twilight Zone episode. It was, you know, to- some, that's what everyone said, Twilight Zone. And so I got the, I heard construction work downstairs and I was like, that wouldn't be happening at three in the morning. And then there was, the news wasn't even talking about it. I mean, when, when I when I first clicked on, because I had to go on the Zoom meeting, like almost like 20 minutes after I woke up, because I woke up late and I didn't know what was doing, what was going on. And, and I had to run out in the street. It was like a twilight time. I went out the street. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. I deny this reality. You know, I went down and I had to ask some maintenance What's guy happening? in the street. Yeah, no, What's happening to me? And he was like, I, that's what I, was like. I was like, what the hell? And the guy's like, yeah, this is weird, isn't it? Is it really 1045? Yes. And I was like, oh, my God. It was a very strange Zoom meeting. Yeah, I bet most it of my was. students were way out there in like Livermore and stuff. They didn't. I mean, it was weird there, but not like it was here. I was like, "You guys understand? It's dark here. It's nighttime. This is so." And then once I realized it wasn't, you realize the air was not that bad. Right. It was the day after. Yeah, because it was all stuck up above the the, the uh, clouds layer. and the marine. La- it was yeah. up above the fog. So no, it, and so then I was like, "Well, hell, it's, the weather's not that." I mean, it's so weird. So I said, "I'm going to go out on my bike and check it out." You know, and I went across the bridge. And I took the ferry back from from Tiburon, oh, cool, and it was yeah. dark. It was like eraser head. The whole like wow. It was like Cormac McCarthy land. You know, like like the the the, the, the bay was black. Yeah, And the yeah. sky was black. And I was on the ferry, and there was two passengers, including me. I didn't even go outside. I stayed under the covers all day. Really? Yeah, I was freaking didn't out. Didn't you want to see? What? Oh I no, thought it, it was it the w- apocalypse. No, it was. Well, I thought it was terminal. You were that freaked out? I mean, it Judgment was, Day. It was weird and and disconcerting and offsetting. Yeah. But I mean, I thought it was Judgment Day, and all the machines were going to turn against us. Okay. So I turned off the yeah. VCR. I turned off the computer. Really? Everything. And you stayed yeah. In bed. I, sh- I shut down, you and didn't I was work? just like, Yeah, I did a little you bit of work, work later. Yeah. You know, I mean, but you know, I told my boss, I'm like, What am I? What, you expect me to like take this stuff seriously right now? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you expect me to focus? What do you expect me to focus on right now? Really? You think I'm going to focus on this? And she was like, I know it's hard, and I'm like, Yeah. I, I it know. was hard. It was I had to focus on a on a teaching a philosophy class on Zoom. That was really right, like like right after I woke up, basically. So that was really weird. I was like, "Sorry, guys, I can't focus because it's like nighttime right now," <laughs> and I couldn't get the lighting, you know, in the Zoom meeting to make any oh, sense. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, you're yeah, dark." Yeah. And I turned the light on. Then, oh, this is weird. It was really hard to like focus. It was really hard. Yeah, to you focus have to turn on the light on. So now we're like going to talk about existentialism. It was like, yeah, it was just you like turn the light on at noon because you can't see. Yeah, it was just <laughs> like how can you focus on this when you're it was very strange but then I, you know. I was thinking it it must be kind of like living in above Norway the arctic or, circle yeah, yeah. or something like that where yeah. like it's only daylight for like a couple hours yeah. and then the rest of the time it's yes. dark you know we had none yeah that was but you know it's weird even in that situation people came out to the bar came out to the parklet <laughs> i went up later my boss was like hey uh no one's gonna come today, so we could work on these maintenance. I was like, "Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going out to. I'm going to take the. I'm going to ride my bike and go take the ferry and see what that's like." You know, she was like, "Oh, you can come back later if you want." So I came in up there. I went up there at like, I don't remember what time it was, uh, and there were people sitting in the, the outdoor in the parklet out there. And there was like a, quite a few of them just going, "Oh yeah, what the hell? This is kind of cool." I, I mean, it was nighttime. Money, I guess you know? it was drinking time at noon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, we <laughs> realized that it wasn't, because everyone was like, don't go out on your bike, don't go out, don't leave the house. I was like, actually, I checked the news, and I mean, I checked the air of San Francisco, and it was like clean, the air was cleaner than it had been in like a week. 
And then it got horrible right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that was... And I went out yesterday on a ride just because I couldn't stay pent up anymore, you know? And now I feel kind of weird. It was, it was pretty... I bet you do. I don't feel that bad, but it was... It was. I went to, to Tiburon and back, and it was a little bit... Yeah, it was a little bit gnarly, but no, I didn't feel much, though. I didn't, like... I wasn't like, <coughs> you know... Yeah. Probably, like, smoke, smoking four packs or something. Uh, kind of. You did? But I don't know whether it was that or just being tired from, like, working and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's hard to say right now, because everything's so weird, you yeah. know? And uh, But the day, the day uh, that the air got really bad, that was... Uh, What's Saturday or something? It's like every day now. Everybody was like, "Oh, the air is so bad, you're gonna die." And so when I remember when I when I was uh, in 1984, when I was 14, and I went to Mexico City with my dad, and and uh, and uh, it was like smoking three packs a day. It was Mexico it was super City. Super smoggy down there. Yeah, I don't know if it still is, but then it was the equivalent of smoking three packs a day, just being there. Just just hanging out, yeah. Or is it two packs a day? I think it was three. So everyone was just everyone smoked. Like, might as well make it four, you know? <laughs> so, I, no, yeah, it was everyone was smoking everywhere. I think it was equivalent of two packs a day, so they smoked through the, another one. So, I, so on, on Saturday, when it got real gnarly like that, I was like... You're like, I might as well start smoking. Yeah, no, I got a big cigar. You know, I, yeah, I went out and bought this big Churchill, you know, $5 cigar or whatever, you know, and smoked it, walking out, you know, hanging out in the street in the park <laughs> late and stuff. Might as well make Drinking it. a couple beers and, and uh, smoking this. Yeah, I was like, screw it, you know what I mean? I walked around with this big cigar sticking out of my mouth. Oh, man. I mean, and then I got home, and uh, you know, I don't hang out like in front of my house or anything, like in front of my building or anything like that. Right. You know, I don't. But people do. I see them out there because you're not allowed to smoke in any of those buildings because they're all new. You, can't, you know, not even on like the patios or anything. No, uh, well, they don't want you smoking on the roof garden or whatever. But it's oh, like yeah, basically yeah. like you could, but the big the big rule is like 25 feet from the building because it's just those are new buildings. So they're yeah. like they're all like no smoking anywhere. Yeah. I'm sure some people smoke weed in their houses, but you're not supposed to. So I had the cigar, and I went out, you know, on the little benches outside all down Folsom Street there. And I noticed all these people I hadn't seen before at, like, really late, at, like, 2 in the morning or 1 in the morning. They're all sta- sitting out, these little groups of people sitting out there smoking really? and drinking, like, little beers and wine and stuff. And I was like, hey, you guys do this all the time? They're like, yeah, yeah, you can't smoke in there. So... I mean, whatever. I just like visited a Party few buildings right down right? the street yeah. there. There's people all over the street, and no one cares if you drink on the street now either. Right, so. right. Met all my neighbors that way. Exciting stuff. Um, That's kind of nice. We did that um, the other day too. We stood around the street and drank. We went to one of our favorite bars up in Knob Hill. Have you ever been, in to, Knob? Stu- been to Stuky's Club Modern? I know about it, but I've never been it's there. Like, um, it's like an art, art Deco yeah, yeah. type place. It's uh, it's really nice the and they make really good cocktails and um, and they charge 25 bucks a cocktail yeah, probably they're like 12 or 13 bucks yeah that's that's average but, um, <laughs> oh, God. but they gave us um, it was kind of cool like most places where we go and get drinks at a at a at a bar these days you know they just you know pour it in a cup and go here you go or they give it to you in a little jar yeah i know so yeah. this place what they yeah, did yeah you don't use cocktail glasses or like stem and it's not yeah, yeah so they gave us a a um, a proper a plastic rocks glass with ice. Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. gave us three different containers because the guy was like, okay, look, when you mix this, you got to put this in first. Oh, he wanted you to do it outside yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, because you, you can't do it in the bar. So, so You he, can? Well, I do. Well, anyway, for yeah. to-go stuff, you know, they can't just, well, I don't know. Yeah, whatever, whatever. So, yeah, they yeah, gave yeah, us, yeah, yeah. so they gave us a jar of some hooch. They gave us, like, uh, something else to mix. And then he's like, okay, then stir that. And then and then squeeze the lime in, and then don't shake it. Add this floater on top, but use a spoon if you have it. And I was uh, like, okay, and I'm trying to remember all this stuff, right? And then we uh, we went up to the park, and we were hanging out. 
But um, when we were trying to put everything together, I put some of the wrong stuff because we ordered several different drinks and I put the wrong ones in the wrong places and it made totally sense. It tasted great. Sorry, I just, I, oh yeah. Well, why don't you, don't you get the feeling when you're doing that, like, hey, like, why don't I just go to the grocery store and buy all this shit? Like, since they right. don't even mix it for you, it's like, what's the right. point of going to a cocktail bar, you know? But I like to support them because I want them to, no, I know, that's yeah, how they I feel want them about to survive. Which is know? good. No, that's everybody, yeah, that's that's very good, yeah. Speaking of survival, we've been uh, talking in the past uh, couple episodes about um, diary, diary of a Madman. What does that have to do with survival? Yeah. Um, Ozzy, is he dying? Yeah, all that stuff. Everybody's surviving. Oh, Restar's uh, own is. Yeah, yeah. so so um, I did a little bit of research on the uh, historical Notebook of uh, America, and uh, turns out about what Rudy Sarzo did not play on Diary of a (laughs) Madman. I looked up on YouTube and I watched an interview with um, Bob Daisley and Lee Kerslake. And uh, they seem like nice guys, and they're not like. Bitter. I'm sure they're lovely men. Yes. They're not bitter about the whole thing. <laughs> they're just like, hey, man, you know, we helped write those songs. We get some publishing, you know. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, they uh, Rudy Sarzo and Tommy Aldridge did not play on. Diary but they're on the, the picture man. on the inside but of the record. On the insert, that's why I thought they played on it. Obviously, because yeah, there's a picture of them. There. On the insert, there's pictures of Rudy Sarzo and Tommy Aldridge wearing a really cool uh, cut off uh, cheetah shirt. And Rudy Sarzo is wearing some sort of uh, chevron pattern shirt. Chevron. Yeah, the little like zigzag. Oh thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so I was thinking, you know, what's my favorite song on Diary of a Madman? Yeah. Do you have a favorite song on Diary of a Madman? Well, it's a tough one because, I mean, in a way, like "Over the Mountain" is like the best song, but that's so generic. Everyone knows that song. Right. I, I kind of like. Um, God, I don't remember the names of some of them anymore. I think S A T O is my favorite. That's the one. Yeah, that's Yeah, okay. That's probably that's the one I was just thinking of. That's probably the one you should play. Yeah. I think S A T O and Believer, I think, are my favorite songs. Wait, what is S A T O? Is it one of those that everybody said, Oh, it means the acronym is satanic thing that whatever and it probably means has nothing to do with anything. Maybe Spencer can check it out for us and Spencer. Spencer Marino. He's oh, a, yeah, yeah. a long time listener. We, we just, just get CJ on it in the morning. Yeah. 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 Just get CJ on it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he He'll can. He'll come down and fix the. Maybe he can write us a letter and send it to the P.O. box, yeah. and then we'll get it before the next episode. Maybe he'll fix the ceiling and, <laughs> and Chuck's up there while he's at it. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so this Sado. is uh, our favorite yeah. song. Sado Masochism, S A T O.
Okay. <laughs> I don't really want to listen to anything else. I don't want to listen to Diary of a Madman the whole time. No, man, we got we got bigger fish to fry, man. This I, is I do off love of the uh, 1981 release. This is original the 1981 version. release, uh, uh, as well, opposed to the 1985. Release. Well, they've been there was several different there editions. Issues, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and then the one where they changed all the music on. Oh, it you're stuff. right. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. Good point. So this Good is point, uh, on the Jet label. When uh, did they do J-E-T? that thing? I don't know. When they when they redid all the. Yeah, I don't know when they do that. Nine ninety eight or two thousand five. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, but hey, what's up with that Jet label then? Because it's on Columbia, right? Or, or it's on uh, CBS. CBS. So is Jet just like a little subsidiary? Maybe I don't know. A little label. They, yeah. This is this is my brother's copy. Yeah. So my brother bought this when it came out, yeah, yeah. and when. Uh, when CDs came out and stuff, he embraced all that technology, and, and, I, and I kept I kept oh, all the records. Yeah, bad well, we move. well we just kind of we we kind of just all of our records just sat in the garage. They were for, together and yeah, for years, yeah. you know, for years because I yeah. I didn't get into vinyl until I moved out of my dad's house, and then I was like, oh. you know, well I need a record player. You know, I mean, I, ha- yeah, I mean, yeah, I had yeah, records, yeah. but I didn't have like a whole bunch of records. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I just had the records I bought, you know, and yeah. I didn't really like think of it as like making a format decision. It was just no, like, I never. I went to college and I was like, I need a record player. Remember that in the, in the early '80s though, when everybody had like there was like record clubs you could rip off, like you didn't have to pay. Oh, 10 and nobody, and you had supposed to order. I used to love that so stuff. Remember, man. you were supposed to order. Yeah, yeah. Records yeah. for it, but did anybody do it? Did no, you do I it? never did. No, no. I did it. Nothing happened. Were they gonna show up at your door? Although one time I did do the, um, they had a deal where it was like if you buy, if you get ten for a penny now, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you have to buy two more in the next no, yeah, year or whatever. What, yeah. But then they said you can have five more yeah, yeah, if you that. just pay for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so I paid it. like, you know, 25 bucks yeah. and I got 15 albums. Yeah, because it was so Great. cheap. They, yeah. didn't, they they counted on nobody buying the, the other one. Like one out of every, you know, 15 people actually bought something. That must have just been some sort of like record company payola thing where yeah, they just, just like... Well, the versions you got were a little bit... Were the cassettes that you got... They were cheaper. Getting, was getting cassettes back then. They were cheaper. And I actually got vinyl. I got vinyl too. Yeah, yeah. Or my friend didn't got cassettes. But the, I was like, I had cassettes back then. But I was, I knew that like, I felt like cassettes. Who wants like in like ten years this won't even work. And who wants the cassette after you know I want vinyl. But I, I yeah I bought I did buy like one or two records and then I blew it off. I was good enough to I did that and then I was like why am I doing this because all my friends did it and they never bought anything. Right, right. And they were, I was like what happens if you don't buy it? Do they like you know like what what. Well, but then you don't get to do it again. Some shows up your door and goes, I'm going to kill you. Well, that's the thing. There's that, then you don't get to do it again with that company, and that's the thing. So, like, if yeah, you try oh, and, yeah, you yeah. know, so you can only do it once with each company. And there was, like, a handful of places that were doing it, you yeah, know? Oh, yeah, tons of them. But you can only do yeah. it once if you don't. But, yeah. So that's why I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the deal where I'll pay for two, and I'll get 15. Like I said, it was, like, 25 yeah. bucks with free shipping and stuff. I wish they still did that, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, that, my my vinyl was all mixed in with my sisters eventually, like that too. Oh, they're not because I I cared about my vinyl. She didn't. So by the time CDs came around, and then, and then when she got married, her husband like is one of those guys who converted. He had tons of vinyl, and tons of CDs, and he converted it all to MP3s and oh, just like got really? rid of his vinyl. Yeah, and I was like, dude, like he had he had awesome like tons of like all this stuff from the si- yeah. My brother-in-law did that, dude. It was and I'm weird. like, what the hell? Uh, oh man, that's cr- like why would you do that? That's so. But he, I mean, he has everything. He has a nice stereo. That he plays it through, and he's got his MP. He's one of those guys who has tech. Yeah, you know? Yes. But man, and but my nephew, his son, loves vinyl, 
And so I get him vinyl stuff, and he, you know, he always has all this vinyl. Dude, my brother-in-law Judd did exactly that. He was from the East Coast. Everyone, and remember everyone had, did that? You'd see vinyl in the street. Yeah, and, and he had amazing like East Coast hardcore stuff, like because yeah, yeah. he he's like uh, about he's probably late fifties, so you know he was a teenager in the seventies. Where? Uh, in the East Coast, um, yeah, one of them Coast. small states. Maybe it Delaware was, or something like that. Or uh, maybe Virginia. I don't know. Virginia's not small. Uh, Delaware or maybe in, uh, Connecticut or maybe or, Connecticut. Uh, I don't know. One of them small states up over there. there. In Maine or, yeah, but anyways, you know, and uh, several years ago when he was selling all his records on eBay, I was like, he's like, oh dude, I just sold my whatever blah 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 for like two hundred bucks, and I was like. Yeah. You sold it, and he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't need it anymore because he converted everything to the yeah, yeah. to the MP3s. Yeah, I mean, and I was yeah, like, I mean, oh man. I, I, well, I, the only dumb thing I ever did like that was wasn't wasn't to sell it. It was, I mean, because you remember when in the '90s, like, or even in the early 2000s, you'd see all these wreck people like, oh, I got rid of it because I got CDs, not even because MP3s. <laughs> so I threw all my albums out. I mean, you're insane, you know. <laughs> and uh, I always had a, a, you know, I always. I eventually got a turn t- a turntable again and kept all my vinyl at my at my dad's house. It was always in Pennsylvania there. But the stupidest thing I ever did was uh, a few years after I came out here in the '90s. You know, all my vinyl was back there. And just to just to confirm, this is is the stupidest thing you've ever did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it all is right, the right. dumbest thing. Just, I've ever just done. to confirm. Okay. Yeah, Mike Scalzi, yeah, yeah. dumbest thing I've ever done. Yeah, it is. No, it really is. Uh, I don't regret a lot of things. This is dumb, though. I regret this. I told a couple of my you know douchebag friends like like hey. Like the guys who knew my parents, that, you know, they, they would trust them coming over and stuff. You know, they were like, oh, yeah, Scalzi's got all that cool, you know, metal and hardcore vinyl at his house. Like, and I was, uh, I, you know, talking to them on the phone or something. I was like, yeah, you can, you can go over there and borrow some of them if you want, you know. Oh, bummer. Yeah, dumbass, you know. Like, you know, guys that I knew who were like, you know. I was like, yeah, some of them were, had been in Slough you know, and I, but when we were there. And I was like, yeah, you can borrow whatever you want, you know, just bring it back you know and so the dudes yeah. came over and ravaged my my record collection they didn't bring shit back <laughs> that was the end of it. i lost so much cool shit that way oh man st vitus album a bunch of oh a bunch of hardcore records like all the black flag albums like uh cool stuff like i never was that bad but i would leave records at people's houses because we'd be like listening to records or oh, something you did that thing where three guys bought one record well yeah, or, yeah. that too but but my then my cousin I'll even did it. he took it to philly and left anyway yeah, yeah. Well, we we'd like we'd go to somebody's house on the weekend and we'd all bring our records and listen to them and like rock out and someone would be like, "Oh man, you know, I like I really love this record. It's so cool." I'd be like, "Ah, oh, you know, just borrow it for a few days and give it back when you're no, done." No, no one ever gives that. Yeah, you and know, no one gives books back either. That's even worse. You lend a book, somebody forget about it. Oh, I'll I give s- this back to you. I slimmed out my book collection years well, books ago. Is like you can, yeah, it's not like records. Listen, I, there's the same, only certain yeah. books that I re- will reread. Yeah, but I well, not okay, too yeah. many. But not too you many. Just like having it there on the, you know, you're like, yeah, I've got. For me, I've got well, I got nonfiction books that you like. If you have like a, you know, I have like all these philosophy books. Right. I don't reread, but I use them for you know, reference. For reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had um, when I moved to San Francisco, I had bookshelves full of books, and I just got to a point that where gets I, to a point where you can't move. Yeah, yeah, I had like these two giant bookshelves full of books that I was like, I'm never going to read these again. You know, I saved, you know, a select few, but... Um, That's one of the things a fire is good for. Like, you don't have to worry about it. There's no guilt. There's no shame. It, it just... You have a fire in your house, and it destroys half your shit, and you're Start like, oh, at zero. That's it. Yeah. All that crap that you... Like, all those sweaters my aunt sent me for Christmas that I'll never wear. Right. You know, yeah, all those yeah. letters from my mom that I'll never look at again, but I, I, I couldn't get rid of those. I mean, right. I no way. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, 
but in magazines that Slaufeg stuff was in, and uh, they all got just tra- destroyed in a fire. Like, and especially like the sweater, like the old. Oh, this is a fleece my aunt Nancy gave me once, and you like, you're like, oh, I, I, oh God, I can't. You know, one year you take all these clothes down, and you're gonna give them to Goodwill, or you put them on the on a on a dumpster so some homeless guy can right. take him. And you know, the homeless guy comes up and he goes, oh, I already have one of those. I don't need that. You know, but <laughs> in this city, you know, but then and then you go do something like that. I would do this, and then like. 20 minutes later, you just look at it out the window, and you're like, my aunt gave that to me. I can't, you know, go back and run and <laughs> get it. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I'd be like, she, she bought that and paid for it. I can't go throw it. But I never wore it for two, yeah. 10 years, you know. But then there's a fire. And then it's like, oh, Poof. well, no problem. That whole hallway. Do you remember that whole hallway area? Yeah, yeah, Rust yeah. Street? Yeah, you lived there for a while. Just water damage. The whole thing was just completely destroyed. And so I was like, some of it sucked because it's leather jackets and stuff like that. Others were like, Never have to worry about that again. You know? I actually have some good but pictures of that day. No, I know. We have them online. I know. Yeah. I have them too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some good but pictures. The, the only thing about the record thing is my cousin took, he came and he was living in Philly, like just doing whatever. And he came over and grabbed some of my records. I told him, especially as my cousin. I was like, yeah, go, you know, you can go borrow some of them. He got all these, you know, whatever, how many records of mine. And then la- years later, I was sitting around with him and he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, he, he felt guilty about it or something. Because I was like, yeah, there's a few records missing from up there. I don't know if you or something. You know, I was like, these guys came over, friends of mine, you know, and they were like, can we mess with Mike's record collection? They were like, oh, yeah, if he said it was okay. But then, you know, I'm missing this album and that album. And he was like, yeah, I think maybe I uh, left some of the ones I borrowed in Philly. And I was like, where? Oh, uh, you know, at Lardo Mandapo's house or whatever. You know, I'm like, oh, they're going to see that again, you know. Yeah. And I remember one of them was, it was like Jimi Hendrix. And one, I didn't really care. One of them was Morrison Hotel. Uh, the Doors record, uh-huh. which was like my favorite Doors record, right? I still like it. Which I incidentally was the one I bought. It was one of the two albums I bought from the record club. From the, from when the I got, <laughs> yeah, it was one of the I actually paid for. Was Morrison Hotel, and I really liked the Gatefold. I just liked that really, yeah, yeah, really, you know, totally. Hard Rock Cafe on the front, you know. And then like only like two or three years ago, I'm over there again, and in my sister's house, and my my nephew Matt, who likes vinyl, suddenly uh, this this. Morrison Hotel album appears. It looks kind of old and beat up. I'm like, oh, where'd you get it? And he goes, oh, Liam gave it to me, my cousin. And I go, really? Where'd he get it? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. He, he just had it around. I was like, oh, so he found it for that guy in Philly or something happened or maybe he just told me that. That's hilarious. And now my nephew's like, well, he gave it to me. I'm like, now it's yours. Damn, man. Like, oh, whatever. Well, that's why you got to write your initials it. or write your name on the what label. What I should have done is never told my friends and everybody. Right. Yeah, you can come over because I figured I was Mr. Like, I'm going out to California and I'm going to be a rock star. I'm never coming back. Uh, or I'm never going to care about that. Yeah, I brought yeah. a bunch of cassettes with me and a Walkman because I'm Mr. F- you know, Footloose guy or whatever. Literally, with my Walkman. And, and then, and then uh, yeah, t- 20 years later, you go, yeah, those cool records I had. Like, yeah, I had the first yeah. St. Vitus album. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, so now, you know. Just take a always need always need Wi-Fi, man. Oh. You know, the other cool thing is you can get you can get Google Maps, right? Or like GPS whatever without it. Oh, you can? I did it in Europe when we had no connection. And you still got the and maps? I was walking around getting Google Maps in like wherever the hell uh, in uh No, that's cool, man. Wherever it was. Maybe it's different in different countries. No, no, no. I think it's I don't know. Barcelona or whatever. I love Barcelona. I noticed that. I was like, wow, no Wi-Fi, but I'm getting Google. GPS still works. Of course, because in a car, they don't. I didn't take enough pictures in Barcelona, man. I did. 
Really? Like an ass load. In the only in the court in the French the French quarter in the uh, Gothic quarter. Gothic quarter. I, did I, you or did you not go there? Because you were like, oh yeah, I went there, but I was like, how? Because you were on the other side of town. Yeah, but I walked there late at night and found a place to eat and drink. You did. Okay. Yeah. So it was you went. Great. We went late at night. Yeah. And met some weird girl that pissed Jeff off. Anyway, <laughs> she was running around. No, we were both. All three of us were like completely, you know, just floored. We were just like. <gasps> This is the greatest place we've ever been. When we got into the Gothic Quarter, right. we, were just like, we couldn't believe it. We were in another. We were enchanted. It was amazing. We were walking around like Angelo and I were like. He was like, I don't ever want to leave here. And I was like, I don't either. It's like really, groovy, right? literally, I don't want to go back to the hotel. I don't ever want to leave here. It was like really weird. We were like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever done. You know, it was just incredible. And we met some girl who's kind of kind of skanky, but but she was. Uh, but she was uh, running around the world doing this. You know how people do weird shit and they record it and they do like podcasts. Like podcasts. <laughs> well, pod- she was working for Hasbro or something. She was like doing. She was playing Connect Four with people around the world, and then she'd play Connect Four with you on this mini, on this little Connect Four thing, like that big that she'd carry in her pocket at the bar in bar in the front in the Gothic Quarter. She's like, "Do you want to play Connect Four? And I was like. I thought maybe she meant some weird sex, you know. You were like, yeah, can I sure. Throw onion rings around your dick. Or You're whatever? like, I got ten. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she was like, "You want to play Connect Four? And I was like, "Yeah." But then she brought over to the table. She's like, "This little Connect or went to the bar or whatever it was this Connect Four game." And I was like, "She's like, so tell me your story. Where are you from? So what do you think about it?" And she she said, "Oh, I'm getting this grant she from Hasbro." Audi- was that audio recording or was it a video? Yeah, yeah, it was an audio recording. Okay, yeah. okay. And so she could like go around the world. They paid, didn't pay for everything, but they paid like, oh, we'll pay your room and board if you go around playing Connect Four with people and ask them questions, and then we'll make this thing promoting Connect Four. Maybe she was lying. I don't know, but it it worked. <laughs> Maybe she was collecting information <laughs> for, the, for the Illuminazis or something to like for the for radical punk rockers to, to put them on the CIA's uh, page for subversive cool people or something. I don't know. Stuff like that. It was pretty awesome there. Anyway, what are we do? we're going to open a package now. Like Christmas yeah, th- we're going to do a new segment here. I think we're going to call it uh, Listener Feedback. Um, f- over the last 14 episodes, we've constantly been like, hey, you know, you want us to you want us to play some stuff and, you know, on the podcast, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Some, come on, send it in. And then we talk about it afterwards. Go, wait, what if it sucks? What are we going to say? Yeah, so. Um, so if this sucks, we're going to tell you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah, Mike's gonna speak his mind. I'm gonna speak my mind, you yeah, know. Yeah, as opposed to other times when he's not. Well, really what are you gonna do? Well, yeah, you're gonna know if I lie. If I don't, if I just say silent afterwards, you're like, oh, he must not mm, like it. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right. So this, um, this one here, I'm just. This is like a an opening up. Um, what do they call it? Unboxing. Unboxing. Yeah, unboxing is really? a thing. I don't know what so unboxing this, uh, is. So this, this is from Murfreesboro, Illinois. And it's a handwritten um, Do you know where that is? Brown oh, Bourbon Nights, maybe? Yeah. yeah, I think it's somewhere in southern Illinois. I don't I don't exactly near, know. Near uh, Carbon yeah. da- Mail. It's Carbon pro- Carbondale. <laughs> Carbon uh, Mail. Yeah, I have a feeling like it's, you know, right. It's probably from one of those dudes, but I don't really know. It could be. Hey, you it's don't. It's yeah. very um, it's very well packaged. Maybe it's from M&M or... Oh, no, that's... Sorry. That's Detroit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we haven't gotten a package from M- from Marshall Mathers, but, but we are we will... Uh, if we get one, we'll play it, okay. and we'll be honest about it too. I hope there's a card or something. We might have some money in it if there is. It's very well packed. I mean, it might, you know. Okay, let's see here. Um, lots of bubble wrap. Whoa, look at that! Is that seven inches? I that looks awesome, is. man. Jesus. What the hell is that? Or is it a reel-to-reel tape or something? I don't know. It's double bubble. Is it a bomb? I know, right? As soon as I open it, it's gonna like, it's gonna blow ink in our faces. 
just got Anthrax in it. You know, I like that first Anthrax record, but I can't say I'm such a no. I meant Anthrax. Hot fan, you know. Maybe it has Anthrax itself. Got lots of it, bubbles. Yeah. It's a bubble wrap. More I'm not cardboard. I'm a fan of Anthrax either. Okay, whoever mailed this did an extremely good version of the boxing. They did, man. Because when hey, wait, you're opening that. How do you know it doesn't have COVID all over it, man? You gotta go wash your hands for for you know several. Uh, when I when I ship stuff out for the Slaufeg website, I don't pack it nearly this good. Well, no, that's I that's pretty good job. I yeah. just throw it in a cardboard box and there it goes. Well, I hope we like it because otherwise. You know, Oh, this is Zool. Okay. Oh, Zool. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, that's I think Zool. I will like this. All right. I, I, I already have a preconceived notion about this. It's Friend Rock, so I have to like it. Yeah, this, so there's one, there's two Zool, three Zool. Jeez, this is the whole Zool discography. Whoa, and a Winterhawk 45. Dude, what the hell? Oh, wait. this is awesome. Where'd the, wait, 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 who is that from? Uh, there's no, there's, there's there's like no Greg card. Spaulding or something. No, no, wait, no. Who the person is from? It came anonymously? It's, well, it says... Secret Admirer or something? Uh, O.S. Walnut Street Murphy's well, Bro. You're bullshitting me. Uh, no, it's, uh, dude, okay, I think there's... You it, didn't get an email about this? It, like, hey, I'm sending Is it from a, Mike Bouchure? They didn't tell you who it was? Like, in, in it, how did you... It just randomly showed up? Well, dude, every time on the podcast, no, we go, if you want to send it, you can send a P.O. Box, 191301. It's got to be the guy from Zool or somebody. 94119. USA. It's got to be... Yeah, it probably is. those guys? I mean... Well, look, see see what see what you can... Use your detective skills and view the I box. Touch that, man. He no, now Mike doesn't I want to touch, touch the box. That, man. How has it been in your house? After you went on the ferry and rode your bike in the in the coronal. It's something else I'm going to tell you about today too. Boom. Which is even worse. Well, I went on the ferry. Yeah, with one person. He went on the ferry or from San Francisco. I went on the ferry and there was one other you person. Ferry. On that's right. God, you're. St <laughs> that's still like funny to you. <laughs> Ferry. We live in San Francisco and there are ferries here. Uh oh, we're gonna get what do they call it now when you say that? You're gonna get you're gonna get ghost no not ghosted. You're gonna get uh shamed. You're gonna get me tooed or something or no, you're gonna get you're gonna get shamed. Wow, know, this is a lot of awesome records. The Super Christ. Super Christ oh it's a Super Christ Winter Hawk um double uh, uh Murfreesboro in This is rad. It's a lot of stuff. Wow, this is like Several episodes. Um, oh, this is Bible of the Devil on one side and Winterhawk on the other yeah, side. All these, those bands are all associated with the the, the Midwest horn of power, Midwest know, Chicago area. This other one is yeah. Winterhawk and Bible of the Devil. Okay, that's the same one. Winter Shock. Man, this is rad. That okay. is awesome. We'll play some of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's we played one song so far. <laughs> Which is okay with me, but I think the listeners might be kind of Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff here. I don't even know where to start. I guess we'll start with the Zool. Start with Zool. Start with the Zool. There's um Zool, bro. Yeah, start with the Zool. This is... You know, um, honestly, do you remember a lot about playing with that band? Like, Yeah. Like, for fresh... I mean, I remember the name. I remember that I like... What, 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 what? Zool was the guitar player yeah. from the Bourbon Knights. Yeah, and but, but they played... We played with them in Carbondale. And in Chicago, or no? Uh, I think in Chicago. No, we stayed with that guy. And, and yeah, oh, that's yeah. We were, that's the night I had, you told everybody I was, when I had <laughs> really bad, like, colon spasms in the hotel room or whatever, and then we stayed in that guy's basement the next night, and I was all just dying the whole time. <laughs> and then you were like, I was in the van, and you're, yeah. 
What did I say? Oh, Mike's Mike's sixty or so. Or oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah, saying he's you were having 50. trouble because he's fifty-five years old. When I was like forty-three, yeah. <laughs> or whatever it was. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't, what am I going to say now though? You're sixty. Can you? That's not going to work. Yeah. Why not? Oh, wait, it worked. You told people I was forty when I was basically fifty. So what? I mean, you thought I was fifty when I was basically forty. <laughs> why could you tell I'm sixty now? I've been telling people you were fifty since you were like thirty-five. I know. So would <laughs> they believe I'm sixty now? Maybe I got gray hair and bald. You know. What I mean? Okay, this is a Zool 7 inch. Um, the the last work, stroke yeah. or Dragon Lady. No, I can't remember that. I kind of want to do uh, Jared. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. Right, yeah. We stayed in a couple places that he lived. I think this is from Jared. I don't know, but the, the box. No, but they got Zool was Jared. Yeah, yeah Zool was Jared, but the box says um, Mark Boucher. B-U-S-H-E-R. God, I don't remember if it was his house or not, but I just remember that night that, that I think when we played with him, I was in and the. And this says OS. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so we're confused, but we appreciate all of this awesome vinyl. This is Azul. This is um, the Dragon Lady. This is on Under Watchful Eyes record.
that was a, that was a workout. Yeah. That was a workout. Yeah, Harbinger. Harbinger. I love I love that band. That yeah, was, that's uh, one of the Slap Pig Radio. Um, they were they do get preferential treatment around spaz. here. they just like they're so good live. They're so spastic. That was that a was little less raw than some of the other stuff I've heard, but it was still pretty awesome. I think. There's a song called Iron Rulers. They're so authentic. On HR Records, yeah. uh, number HRR four five zero. And then Zool uh, was right. Yeah, we yeah, played Zool. Yeah, before that. That was Dragon Lady. Off of um, Dragon Lady. This is off of Stress Ball Records. Whoa. Doesn't have a num- catalog number. Oh, it does. It's just so small I can't see it. That's what she's. Yeah. That's what she's. But um, but yeah, very cool uh, vinyl. The the Harbinger seven inch is, uh, has a Zool on the A side, but it's um like some sort of cool neon color vinyl. I'm really glad it didn't suck because I was gonna have to be honest about it. But I, I, I really like that. So yeah, um, yeah, this yeah, is spe- all good stuff. Speaking of workouts, you were just talking about your Jane Fonda workout routine, yeah, aerobics, PMA you're fitness, or, or whatever you're doing online there. I went to the gym today, twenty-four hour fitness. The gyms are open. They're fucking open today, but I didn't. I was terrified, quite frankly. Damn, I was like, I'm dude. not gonna go in there. Well, I just do some push-ups or something. Nah, man. fuck that. I've been doing all sorts of crazy shit. I've been like lifting like tables and stuff, and oh, that's good. Like going on the roof, and there's like you know those big sort of like cafe table things, and just like doing squats. But no, I went. To, I heard that first that twenty-four hour fitness was well, they went bankrupt. And so everybody, yeah, everybody thought that they, oh, they went under. That's it. And then they sent me a thing in the mail saying, redeem your membership or, or like, you know, get money back if they blah, blah, blah. So I thought, oh, they must be really closing. Wait, they can't be closing. They're too big, you know. And uh, then today I looked them up online. It said they were freaking open at like some small capacity for some shortened amount of hours. So I went to the one on California Street right here just to see if they were open. And I said, I went in. The guy's like, hey. And he's like, I was like, so what's up with uh, my membership? I paid for a whole year, you know. And he, he's like, yeah, they'll renew it, and you'll get it all back. Do you want to go to the, you want to go into the gym? I was like, not really. I'm kind of freaked out. And he goes, yeah, everybody's kind of freaked out at first. Well, we've just been open today. How many people are allowed in? He goes like, oh, we're allowed to have 44 people in here in this gigantic gym. 44 people? Which is nothing. I mean, the place is huge, you know. So I said, how many are in there now? And he goes, let's do a head. He's like, oh, like 27. And I go, well, I'll go check it out, but I don't think I'm going to stay because I'm too, like, I'm kind of weirded out, you know. Not yeah, that, I mean, dude. I've been in grocery stores with way more people than that, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you're not, like, touching all the stuff. You just no, grab you're the touching things, some of you it. You grab the stuff that you need. Well, I touch all those boxes of cereal until the cops stop me and tell me <laughs> I, that I, I should <laughs> stop singing Dean Martin. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so I went in. <laughs> Supermarket issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went in, and I was like, I looked around and there was nobody. There was no one within like thirty feet of me, so I grabbed a uh, an Olympic bar, a squat bar, you know, Olympic bar. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just did. I was scared to touch it to my body, other than I was wearing gloves. So I just like did this thing. Just the bar is forty five pounds, and it felt heavy because I haven't done any of this for so long. Right. Yeah, I just did some like you know military like some of this kind of stuff, and did some squats with it just for like ten minutes, and then I got weirded out and I got out of there. Yeah. But but it's only because it's an atmosphere you're not used to being. Was there in anybody again. around you? No, I mean there was. I mean there was a guy. There was a bunch. There was like maybe like five guys on the other side of this huge. Hmm. I mean, you know how big those rooms are. It was like yeah. from here to the front door here, like tw- like they were like fifty yards away or something. So really, I'm sure it was fine. And uh, but even that, I took the gloves off and it was like, oh, did I touch anything? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. If I yeah, I'm not I'm not comfortable going in there. 
if for a few for a while, you know. If, but if we hear yeah. that, like, no, there isn't has, hasn't been a huge resurgence in the dude. I know somebody who um, uh, her workout leader guy. Got um, it. Yeah. yeah, he got COVID. Don't he gave it to like three or four other died. people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's he gave it to like three or four other people. They they didn't even know until like a week or two later when they all started getting sick. And then when they were, I guess there's some sort of questionnaire what they do when they're tracking and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it turns out they were all, you know, seeing the same guy for workout. Yeah, well, stuff. what were they doing? Though? The thing is, they were real close to him, right? And like breathing down his fucking. Well, that's probably, yeah, that's probably why. Because, you know, usually when you're working out with somebody, you're right next to him, hugging him, them or something. And yeah. stuff, you know? uh, but, but uh, no, I just, there's no way I'm going to do that. I went in, there was no one around me, and I still got freaked out. Maybe I'll go back in a while and try to, I don't know. It's also like, well, you're paying again because we're reopened. So you better use it, man. You know, <laughs> like, not, not really worth it. I don't know. But that was pretty cool. Can, but, you know, is it, uh, does it look clean? I mean, is it all? Oh, no, is they're clean. It's insane. They're like freaking out. There's someone running around like behind everybody, like cleaning up their fucking doo-doo, you know, just like completely Wiping, you know, everything wiping down. everybody's Did you wear a mask? everything. Oh hell yeah, I wore a mask. What kind no, of mask? I went in there without a mask on. Yeah. What kind of mask? Actually, I wore a slough fake mask. There you go. That's yeah. the right answer. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah, I made some other new ones too. I made this. Uh, I made those, these black metal guys. I found this fabric that has like these just like dudes in corpse paint uh, in all these poses. No, I know. I saw that. I, cool. <laughs> I've, I've been on the. You know, I know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know, I find this fabric, and I'm like, hey, I might as well make it into a mask. Yeah, everyone should know, though, that I, I got arrested two weeks ago, and the arresting officer said, I'm arresting you for decay. What the hell do you decay mean? Decay of the what? Decay, yeah. I don't know. No, <laughs> no that, that didn't happen. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that, now, 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 I said that, right, just to be a, a, like a, a segue, just to be an asshole or whatever. But that, that was actually a quiz question. Who am I quoting when I said that? I was arrested two weeks ago, and the arresting officer said, I am arresting you for decay. I want someone to write in and tell me who said that. Mm. Someone could find out. The problem is these days you just Google things. They'll find out who it was, you know? Uh, Siri. You ask Siri. Yeah. Siri or the, yeah, the OK Google. I was like, when we were talking about Dick Cavett last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoever this person was, it was on the Dick, no, it was on the William F. Buckley firing line show. No, but don't, don't guess. No, no, no. William don't say F. Buckley firing line show. It was called William F. William F. Buckley had a show called firing line. Wow. Someone's going to figure it out. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure yeah. they will. Somebody will figure it out. I just thought it was funny. Like, I got arrested for decay, you know? The other, the other thing is the guy who said it was decaying pretty bad when he said it anyway. Um, uh. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I've never been arrested for. I've never been arrested. Period. You've never been arrested I get once. Over, haven't you? You've been arrested like many. Several, several well, times. you're always like having keg parties on the street in the middle of like major yeah, thoroughfares and stuff, stupid arrested. shit like that. Yeah. Well, no wonder. I mean, I, mean, but <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking. I yeah. What were you? That, that was a while ago. But no, <laughs> dude, you told me you were going to do that. I remember we were at practice or something. Like, hey, there's this guy over here who's got a keg. And uh, like a quarter keg, right? Like a little no, one. No, it was a full size. A full keg. keg. It was a full and you're keg like, we're gonna go drink it on the street, right, right across the street from the rehearsal, like right out in Third Street or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I remember you saying something about it, and me going, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> you're like, "Is that a good idea?" <laughs> you sh- I mean, yeah, I'm all for like having a keg party and even having one on the street sounds awesome. But dude, <laughs> what are you? Are you really gonna do that? And you're like, "Yeah, all right." And then like you know, you're, lo and behold, the next week you're like, "Yeah, we got hauled in. I just spent a night in a drunk chat." Well, no shit. <laughs> I mean, was it, did, what did the cops say when that happened? <laughs> oh, they were pissed. Like, what the hell are you doing? They yeah. were pissed because we were drunk and like kind of honorary. 
We were a little like, <laughs> no, but I mean, they were pissed, like, like really. Like, usually, I thought the cops would just be like, dude, what are you doing? You know, that kind of thing. Like, but no. well, I don't know. We must have looked like we were, we, got really we were working on cars too at the same time. We had a couple of cars up on the sidewalk, and we were um, just why like didn't you play the race card, man? Because no one knows you're you're Mexican. Yeah, you don't I look don't. Like I don't, I don't totally look what? Maybe I do you now. That that I if you had that beard, you could have gotten away. Yeah, with now that I have the mustache, I think maybe you gotta I play the race card. You go like, yo, man. I, I don't know. What do you say when when, when that? No, happened? I didn't know. I just got here. But I thought you'd you'd say like you know something like like about some oppressed something racial. Like about Caesar Chavez or something, or uh, not, or about Che Guevara. I don't know. <laughs> labor tensions. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, say like, grapes, oh, man, don't you eat the too many grapes, yeah, man. Don't yeah, pick the you grapes. Know, you could just be like, Mumia and shit or something, but that wouldn't really, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, so, so, I don't know. So, <laughs> supposed to do that, you know? Yeah. Not supposed to do that, indeed. All right, so uh, next item up for bids here that we got from the Zool guys. Um, this is a another 7-inch. It's a Bible of the Devil on one side and Winterhawk on the other I side. I think we have that one. So, or had I, that, I don't or have this one. I, yeah, I don't have. To. Actually, actually you know no, what? I don't think I do. I don't have it either. But someone has, like Angelo or someone has that. Stuff I mean, that might be a Bible song we never even heard. Okay. I bet you wow. anything Angelo has that because you know they were having some conversation in the you know in the van or whatever, and Angelo like, oh yeah, you gotta send me that. Yeah, it'll be killer. And 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 Mark would <laughs> yeah, be, be like, killer. No, that's how Angelo <laughs> gets. You know, yeah, you know he gets. He talks like Jerry Seinfeld when he gets excited about metal or, or, or records. You know. <laughs> yeah, send me that Winterhawk seven inch. Oh yeah, you know, and then <laughs> and then you know, obviously on this show, he never he doesn't really talk like that anymore. He didn't. I mean, he didn't mean to sound like Jerry Seinfeld. And then Mark, you know, would be all he'd be like, yeah, bro, it's straight crucial. I gotta send you that. You know, <laughs> and his Wolfman Jack, Wolfman Jack voice. Oh and, man. Now there's a good thing. We should get Mark uh, Hoffman on this show. You know? That'd be fun. I mean, wouldn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah. You could I be mean, all like we, if we Wolf, can get Wolfman uh, Jack. If anybody out one. there knows how to contact Mark Hoffman, I know I know how to contact Mark. Oh, Hoffman. Well, contact Mark Hoffman. Okay, tell, I will. Tell him to call me. Anyway, um, so this uh, this is the side A, Bible of the Devil, and then we're gonna play side B as well, the Winter Hawk. This is um, on Onslaught of Steel Records, uh, catalog number Onslaught 003. This is a track called Valhalla Hala from Bible of the Devil.
Winterhawk. Yeah, that was that sounded like Winterhawk. I mean, got riffs, <laughs> man. That's a good, no, no, that wasn't me saying something like I thought that sucked. That was awesome, actually. Oh, now now I'm all self-conscious about. I was like, sounded like Winterhawk. Oh, that must mean that you didn't like it. No, no, I did. And the Bible song was red. I, that was Nate Perry singing, from what I could. Yeah, I that was totally Nate. That had to be. It had to be. That was Bible doing the Valhalla Halla. Valhalla Halla. Okay. And Winterhawk doing. Yeah, well, the name, you know. Dark but days. It was a great song. Winterhawk song is called Dark Days with a Z. D A Z E. Dark Days. Ooh. Like, I'm in a dark days. Dark man. days. I'm wondering. like we were in the, the city Wandering right around in a dark days. We were these just talking days. about how, during what well, well, I was playing, about how much we miss Chicago because we haven't been there for how many years? Five years or something like that? Or too long, man. Too maybe long. not five years, but we played the last time we were It has been five years. The last time, isn't the last time we played there at, at Reggie, Reggie's? Reggie's? And we played in. Um, Minnesota the night before, like St. Paul or something, and and we Sounds drove out right. there, and it was a rainstorm. We spent all the money we made on a hotel, and it was really oh insane. yeah, it was really <laughs> raining. It was a really long drive. Yeah, that was really. It was raining. two shows. That was it. And we played at Reggie's and um, a bunch of bands that oh, it was a hair. Was it the last show that it was the last tour or road show that Harry did? I think. Um, no, the Harry, the last Harry thing was in Europe. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. The last show was at bottom of the and hill. And then he told you guys at the airport. But yeah, no, in the, in a hotel well, room. Well, that was the decision. No, but then then we played. That yeah, he still we played did, Chicago. We did the afterwards. farewell show. And we did Chicago. We afterwards. did the bottom of the hill farewell. Fare, fare, yeah, yes, but before that was show. in Chicago. Yeah. At Reggie's, yeah. We did the farewell Campwell. No, show. that was awesome. Yeah. That's when I made the little photo collage. Remember? Yeah, I made that was cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. That was good. Uh, we were all in our best behavior. Yeah, but uh, um, that band that <laughs> I'm such a <laughs> there was another band, uh, the one from Kentucky. Uh, the band from the Kentucky. You know, they like the mentors, but there's some hot chick singing or whatever. Uh, what the hell are they called? Savage Beast or Savage Master. Savage okay. Master. Oh, Wasn't that okay, the first Savage time we ever Master. saw them? Uh, I, I don't know, This little chick man. who looks like Pat Benatar in, in like bondage gear. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the Jenna Torturers. Who is that? You don't know the Jenna Torturers? Uh, I, They're no, exactly what you described. Did we play with them? No, no, we never played with them. Well, but I said they, we played with them. Oh, we played. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. We saw Savage Beast. We played with Savage Master, Savage Beast, and uh, uh, whatever. And uh, a bunch of... Much stuff like that. Is yeah. there really Isn't a band great? called Savage Beast? I, what do you think? I mean, I mean, I, probably. there's probably ten of them. You know, I have one of these, uh, one of these Yasik, uh, Uncle Yasik, oh, 80s Uncle Yas- metal Uncle compilation. Ja- Uncle Jack. Yeah, I have one of his compilation CDs. Here. I'm looking if there's a Savage Beast on it. Actually, you know what? I have a book. There's got to be a band called I Savage Beast. There's no way around it. You know. Okay, how many bands are there called Warhammer? You know. So There's several several Warhammer years ago, Warhammer UK and Warhammer Germany and what? right. Several years ago, I got this um, this book called All Known Metal Bands. All uh, known metal bands. All yeah. known That'd be funny metal if it was a book bands. called Metal Bands that no one knows about in this book. This yeah. is all and as of two thousand and seven. Isn't that sort of a redundancy? No, all known metal bands. Uh, what, what, like what I can tell you about a band, piece? but it's just a band that's known about. Well, you can't really tell me about bands that know that literally are unknown because yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell me about them. Then. That's a, that's a vacuous uh, tautology. Yeah. That, that. Every band that you've introduced that me to. I've introduced you to. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, like, if you really want to be hardcore and be super obscure and cryptic, you could be in a band that no one knows about, including yourself. Like, you don't even know you're in it. That's how underground my band is. I don't even know. Like, I don't know I'm in it, and the other people in this band also don't know they're in this band. I don't even know who those people are. Because we're so obscure and cryptic and underground that, you know, like, it's just completely okay, unknown, So man. there's... You just dropped a picture or something out of that. Savage yeah. Annihilation, Savage Butchery, Savage Circus, Savage Crow, Savage Death, Savage Grace, Savage Harmony, Savage Heart. Doesn't sound like there's any Savage Beast. It doesn't look like there's any Savage... Savage Steel. Savage Steel. Savage Steel. God. <laughs> Is that a German? That's got to be a German Savage man. Thrust. Savage Thrust. Ooh. Savage Thrust, yeah. So those are all the, the, the two... Oh, that's it. We're changing are, our name. There's no yeah. Savage Beast. There's no that's Savage it, man. Beast. Got, that's it. That's over. Well, okay. as of 2007, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. So wait, that's all known metal bands. Yeah, as of 2007. Well, here's the big, here's the big question then, Adrian. <laughs> does that book include... What band? Slough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would be the one band that's not in there. No, it's in there. These are all known bands, yeah. Yeah, let me see if I can find it. Oh, come on. Well, why bother? So that, that way we can see what other bands uh, we are compared next to. And is it what do you mean compared? It's not in alphabetical order? Well, yeah, but is it is it under <laughs> Slaufig or is it under Lord? Oh, God. <laughs> That's always the case, isn't it, Michael? Yes, it is. <laughs> Let's not get into that one. Okay. Um, give me some background music. I don't have any. Okay. Well, I was just talking about, you know. Okay, I don't see. It's uh, not there. See, I told you. That I we're don't that, see we're a that Lord hardcore. We're that underground. We're that obscure. No, it's because there's there's uh, Lords of Darkness, no, it's under Lords of Decadence, Lords of Midnight, Lords of the Crimson Alliance, oh Lords of the Left Hand. All right, let's not let's not go okay. on about Lords. Okay. Lords of Flatbush. Yeah. Let's see if there's any other slouching. Of course, maybe it's under the. No, dude, dude, that sounds really stupid, right? But there was these European uh, magazines and labels and listings and stuff in the 90s that we were under the T, you know, because maybe they just didn't know English. So. That's crazy. Yeah, we're under the. No, we can, I can't find your record. Why? It's under the. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, now I'm looking under S. I can't. I would be so awesome if we weren't in there. Yeah. Um, it's not in there. <laughs> you can't find it? Yeah, I don't know where it's it is. It's not there's there? There's Slough. Wait, wait. Slough of Despondence. What are you talking And we're not in there? <laughs> I, I don't. Maybe it is under T. I don't know. Wait, wait. wait. I thought you said it was in there. I thought you said you I saw it. I thought it was in here. Wait, that's every known metal band in 2007 and we're not in it? <laughs> Maybe it is under T. I don't see how that's... I don't know. I, don't I think it probably is under T. It's under that's T? That's ridiculous if it's under T. Oh, well, that's it. where is it booked from? Hang on. Is it from Europe? Is it from somewhere? It's it's domestic. Well, then that's... No, it can't be under T. Let me see. Uh, there's a lot of stuff under T. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's under T. Ridiculous! It is it's under T and it's yeah. American. Yeah. So who the hell wrote that? I want to know. I want to. I want his number. I want. Okay. His email. Um. We should get him on the show. Yeah. I'd say, what the fuck were you thinking? You. 
Oh God. So <laughs> the living end, the living fields, the the lock, the locust, the Lord Weird Slough, the log, the Lord, the log, <laughs> the log. That's a metal band. It's a metal band. The log. Dude, that's like you just might as well the shit. Our metal band is just <laughs> oh my shit. God, I love it. The log. <laughs> what the hell, man? Okay, then there's um the the <laughs> the just the Lord, and then there's yeah. the Lord Diabolus. Yeah. And then there's the Lord Weird Slough Fig. Dude, what the hell? That can't be domestic. That's got to be someone in like Japan yeah, or something. Yeah, um, because uh, Maureen bought this book for me. Thank you. And oh, so we don't know who it is. Yeah. So so there's a there's a. Uh, his name's Dan Nelson. Wait, Dan Nelson? Yeah, you know Dan Nelson? He used to live in Pennsylvania. I think I know who that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why would he do that? Or I think I know, I've seen his name in other awesome metal journalism um, circles or something. His, I, his website is eyeoftheblackbird.net. E-Y-E. It says, dear, dear Adrian, your band's name is fucking weird. Yeah, you're right. It's not the Lord. It's not... Yeah. If it is, put Dude, it we gotta get in w. touch with this guy. Yeah, why would he do that? Maybe he, you know what? Maybe he didn't arrange them. He just, he just like took a database and just went click. We you need know to, we need to blow up his Twitter. No, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't actually think about. He just like took a bunch of bands and clicked the alphabetical order key or whatever, and just went send it to press. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I guess. That, I, I mean, I mean that is a lot of bands. Why would he conscious? That's true. Why would you consciously do, dude? But even like the, I mean, well, okay. Like, what does that record say behind you? Like the Pogues or something. They would be the. What does what does that one say? Does that say the Lord? What does what say? The 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 Deadman album on the wall. Of course it does. It says the Lord's Weird. Okay. Um, But that's crazy. I mean, think what's a famous band with V in their name? Like. Okay, I I don't see anything else in this room that references the full name. I just Uh, see things that just say Slavic. Maybe we're under Slaufeg as well. No, we're not. You checked. No, I checked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Umber Hulk. There's a band called. I like the law. There's a band called Umber Hulk. <laughs> That's like you know what that is. Like you look through like the the monster <laughs> manual. You know the advanced D and D, and like every monster in there has a band named after it at this point. You know, Umber really? Hulk. I'm sure. Staff of Magi or whatever. You know some stupid ass. Umber Hulk's a cool name for a band, actually. Yeah, so this guy. There's um, a band called Trans Metal, which I guess it shouldn't be too. <laughs> that's surprising. a genre. That's not a band. I know it sounds like a genre. Is it? So there should be. Trans Metal, yeah. Right, that's a genre. That's like that's tremendous terror. That's a bit. This is just fun reading through this book. <laughs> the dumbest <laughs> it names is. ever. Yeah, so this guy Dan Nelson, he. Wait, um, we know who that guy is, Dan Nelson. He's like some dude who like see, has like on. been in touch with us. There's more than 51,000 names in there. He is from Oakland. Troglodyte Dawn. He, he's, he's, That's another band. He's from Oakland. It says here. Um, There's a band called Trick or Treat. My I God. bet there is. I he's wonder if uh, um, like Van Halen is in here. Because most people say they're not a metal band. Oh, that's a good one. Or ACDC or, or you know. <laughs> Alice Cooper? Yeah. No, I doubt Alice, Alice Cooper's in here. I don't know. Check it out. So it says here, uh, so this, keep in mind, this is from 2007. All those it years It says here, um, he has made it his personal mission to list every heavy metal band that has ever existed. The resulting 300-page well, book published by McSweeney's 
is an exhaustive alphabetical compilation, arguably the only one in existence, of metal bands. Well, um, I bet you it's... The most commonly used metal name for... A, the oh, commonly cool. used yeah. name for a name for a metal band. What do you think, Mike Scalzi? Top, top, ten, top ten answers on the board. Uh, I don't know. The Death, uh, something? I don't know. Most commonly used name for a metal band. Word, really. Word. Um, Death, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Legion. Oh, really? That's not, that's not that surprising. Legion. Legion. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Legion There's stuff There's probably a on. ton of Legions. Tons of Legions. There's 20 bands. There's Legions of Legions. Yeah. There's 20 bands that have been called Requiem. That's not surprising either. There's only one band called Black Darkness. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Shouldn't be any. <laughs> Black Darkness. That's pretty cool. I'm just trying to figure out these bands, all these the, like there's a whole, there's got to be a whole giant mess of, yeah, there are. There's pages of the Raven, the this, the Ravenous, uh, the Rain. Tons of stuff the in that Ram book, man. The Connection? What the hell is that? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I forgot I oh even Oh, God, had there's this. pages and pages of the. I know, that's ridiculous, right? I know, all these bands are like the this, the that. The why the hell are they, yeah, the devout, yeah. Yeah, so while you're looking through that, I'm going to throw on this uh, Super Christ 7-inch. Oh, yeah, I remember them. Right? Yeah. Super Christ 7-inch uh, looks Super like Christ it's, yeah. uh, trying to sell it song is called Black Thunder.
Tell them about that one there, yeah. That's uh Metal USA for Yeah, Metal USA for I guess it's like a play on Metal Lucifer. That was okay. Heavy Metal Hammer. It's all right. The, the cover's yeah, amazing. It's a dude on a funny. motorcycle. I don't know. Yeah. It's a dude on a motorcycle with a giant hammer. It's it yeah, it's cause it's supposed to be funny. Because yeah. Metal Lucifer always has but heavy metal. He's drill. not outside, he's like in his heavy metal bedroom. chainsaw we played on here. But the song before that, Super Christ, was uh our friend Ian from uh, who's also in uh um, high spirits. High spirits. Yeah, he's a really good drummer. Yeah, um, that was pretty cool. Uh, but I noticed looking through this book of heavy metal bands that oh, now I'm kind of confused here. AC/DC. Uh, Van Halen is in this book. And Van Halen is known. AC/DC is not. Yeah, because no, nobody they, knows they about not them. Known I guess. In yeah. I don't know. Well, they're not a metal band. See that. that 
he, you know, it was all, you know, that was always a thing. Like in the eighties, are ACDC a heavy metal band? They'd be like, no, we're not. And then Motorhead said the same thing. They're not either. So did Van Halen, but Van Halen's in here. And Alice Cooper's not in here. But then again, you could argue that he's not heavy metal. Uh, ACDC, what about Motorhead? How could he not have Motorhead in here? Gotta have Motorhead in there. But Lemmy was like, we're not a metal band, we're a rock and roll band. ACDC not being in here, I guess, makes sense in a way. Like, I don't know, man. I don't see how Van Halen can be in there. If yeah, ACDC if those guys aren't, how could Van Halen be in here? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense at all. Um, That's a good book to like take on tour and stuff. funny. We can sit in the tour bus and just go off for hours. Well, I, I think Motorhead kind of has to. Let's go on tour, to, Mike. If Van Halen's, yeah, let's go on tour. If Motorhead's in here, if Van Halen's in here, it seems like Motorhead has to be. But let me see. Here's Motorhead. Heavy metal Hammer. All known metal bands book. So Mortality that infected. There's a hell of a drink. Can I just like filibuster this? Just I still read like down the log. The log is still my favorite. The log is the best metal man, metal, na- metal, metal band the name. The best ever. known metal yeah, yeah. name. The log. Band. Yeah, that's the great. log. And they're not under T and not under L. Yeah, that's that's, that's what's appropriate. That's yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, so that heavy metal hammer is called is on uh, a label called Heavy Metal like USA. It's called Mortis this and Mortis that. Oh, of course, of course. Mortis defecto, Mortis. Mephisto. Heavy metal USA records. 2014. Mortophobia. Mortis? Yeah, yeah. You mean like, hey, I need more of this? I need more of this. Yeah. I need more, more of this. No, you more dis in, no, wait. Oh, there's like, when there's a band that, oh, this is hilarious. When there's a band that, that, uh, that there's a bunch of bands with that same name, he just lists the name like 20 times. <laughs> no, yeah, so he's got Mortuary listed seven times. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six bands called Mortuary, so he just lists them all. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Wait, you'd see, you think you'd see a lot more. There's Mournful, Mournful, and Mournful. Mournblade, Mournblade, and Mournblade. That sounds like a, that sounds like a law firm. <laughs> Mournblade, Mournblade, and Mournblade. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, slice them uh, and dice them. You're a real cut up. Yeah, you're uh, um, <laughs> slicing and dicing this is to, to your financial success. Or your, or, never mind. Is Motorhead in here? Check on that one. God. Okay. No, before you play this, we got to know. Okay, you check on that. See if Motorhead's in there. Motor penis. Oh, my God. Motor breath. Motor band. Motor band. Motorhead is in here. Okay, good. Yeah. My question is known metal bands, Heart of Darkness, my first band, should be in here. We are unknown metal. We were known, you know, not really known, but known. Somebody knew you. People, you know, enough people knew, so it should have been there. Heart of Darkness. I doubt. I doubt that Heart of Darkness is in here. I highly doubt it, because maybe check it out. Didn't do their homework. Um, okay, Heathen Foray, Heathen Fist. Ooh, okay, well you nasty. check that out. We're gonna play another song here. Um, the other day was Neil Peart's birthday. He uh, passed away a few years ago, and so we're gonna play a rush. Heart song. of Darkness is in here. Yeah, Heart of Darkness Ew, is in there. Wow, man. Wow. Known metal bands. Okay, this is a Happy Birthday, Neil Peart.
was Iron Sword. This was a song called The Veils of Negative Existence. This was a compilation um, called The Riddle Masters. Came out in, gosh, I don't even know when that was. Solemnity Records. All I remember is it Solemnity. We did, there was a band called Solemnity. Yeah. That was another band. I wonder if they're in that book. Right, I'm sure they are. Yeah, they probably sure are. They are. It's the a tribute best name to in that book was it's a tribute to Manila Hamburger Road. Hamburger Alien. That's the best name I found in that book. <laughs> Hamburger Alien. Hamburger Alien. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. It'd yeah. be cool to have like a patch for your vest. It this would. Man. Well, it'd be cool to say like just pick a random name out of there and then go. Okay. We're gonna make a concept album about this hamburger alien you know you could totally do that man you could totally do it outer space you could also partially do it do like a half-assed job you everybody know? partially does things i want to totally do it i know i know you gotta totally do it man well i don't want to totally do some stuff you know totally do it that was i'm uh, trying to think of things that you yeah so that was iron sword again doing that uh, that manila road iron tune. sword uh, that was um, tan and where we talked about him already yeah yeah but that doing was that, uh, that that Middle was the song, song the that song's on what? Crystal Logic or something? That's the shittiest guitar solo I've ever heard. <laughs> Sorry, Tan. <laughs> Sorry, man, if you're out there, because uh, I love you, bro, but that guitar solo was majorly half-assed. Yeah. That's kind of you, you didn't totally do it. You partially did it, dude. That's kind of how I play guitar. When I try and... When I try and but do you don't record yourself and put out records of yourself playing guitar solos True. like I that. True, I only show you guys. Hey, let's do it on the next Slaufeg uh, song. We're gonna have a guitar solo from Adrian. <laughs> it sounds like shit. Like, you know, no, we're not going to do that, you know, right? Or if you want, I mean. I'll use my Les Paul copy. Yeah, you'll use the guitar that someone thought or someone told you was a Les Paul. And turned <laughs> yeah, out it wasn't. Exactly. Yeah, Mr. Smoothie, yeah. Yeah, we have a, a, some weird knockoff Les Paul that's clearly not a Les Paul. But they, wait, you didn't. You didn't pay a bunch of money for it, though, right? I paid yeah. like two hundred fifty bucks yeah, for it. Yeah, well, it's, it's and probably I was worth like, it. I mean, I, and I was like, you know, it's cool. You're like, looking. holy shit, I'm getting one over on this guy. And he's like, no, actually, he's getting one over on you. Well, yeah. I was like, it's cool looking enough. <laughs> it is cool looking. It's cool looking enough that sounds fine. It sounds okay. It doesn't stay in tune that well. Yeah. I mean, like if if you're just like you know playing chords and stuff on it yeah. and like simple stuff, it it's it's fine. Yeah, if you fine. start like bending strings too much and stuff, it's not going to stay. We in tune. We know what you do when you get a guitar like that. Someone convinced you it was a Les Paul. All you got to do is find someone else, and you convince them it's like a seventy-five. You know, yeah, like Cu- Les custom, Paul that, custom gold sparkle. That like you know, g- you know, Glenn uh, or, or 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 what's his name, uh, um, Greg Al- or uh, Dwayne Allman. Dwayne Allman played at uh, Dwayne Allman know, played it at Altamont, uh, Altamont or, 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 or whatever. <laughs> Not that he was there, I don't, or wasn't. You know. Oh man, Dwayne Allman played this guitar. He warmed up with it backstage because uh, Marshall Tucker and you know, uh, somebody gave it to him to, or, or you know, whoever, yeah, one of those guys. There's a bunch of bands get, at Altamont. You know? No, I don't think any of them were, but I don't know. Or maybe they were. I don't know. But uh, Elvin Bishop brought it with him because his wife uh, found it lying in a in a broham or something or whatever. You know. Um, so before that Iron Sword song, we heard a Rush song. Uh, once yeah, again, it was a what happy was birthday that? to. Oh, oh, that was, yeah, there we go again. Two thousand and two. 
2010. <laughs> that was from the Vapor Trails album in 2002, and uh, I Vapor actually Vapor Trails. Vapor Trails. That was. Yeah, good thing um, they broke up, man. That was. Pretty that was after. Uh, that was like their comeback album because he, uh, Neil Peart's I know. wife I know. and they his died, daughter had just died. So yes, yeah. So he was out for Heading a few out years. The highway, and, and they yeah. were like, you know, was the band ever going to play again? Nobody knew. It was drama. Is it a good thing that they did? I don't know. And then know. they got back together, and uh, I have my ticket stub from the MGM Grand Arena in um, Las Vegas on Saturday, September 21st, 2002 at You 8 saw them in Las Vegas? I went to Las Vegas. Was there any girls there at all? Uh, just the ones I brought. That was it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. And then uh, I paid $57 to see Rush in 2002. That's, these days, that's nothing. You know? I know, right? I'm thinking, like, that's a bargain. Is it really like that, though? At a Rush? I've never seen Rush. Is it like there's no girl? They say they even say there's no girls at our shows. You know, no, they're not very only only I the mean, girlfriends. I mean, when you look out at some huge concert uh, show like that, is it like you just can't see any women or? It and it's all it's all dudes. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's pretty much. And I knew a couple of girls who liked Rush. And by I mean, the and by the end of the show, like everybody's got their arms around each other and they're singing along. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. yeah. Everybody sings along together. It's like well, a Neil. I mean, it's like sense. Neil Diamond. Well, that makes sense. I mean. Rush fans I, I'm right pretty, there I mean, too. They, they oh, sing I mean, songs. Yeah. I mean, so I, you I brought girls to the show. Oh, I take I've Did taken like Maureen it? to see Did Rush they, like three does times. Like them? Um, well, the one thing nah. that they all have in common is that they all go. You know what? That I feel like that was like a real rock show the way it's supposed to oh, be. Oh yeah, okay, that's that's you know? I, oh there's no question about the competency. They have, yeah, cuz they have pyro, they have lights, they have songs. They're a real stadium rock right, band, no yeah, question about it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a, it's a proper rock show. It's of course, not of course. it's not like It's not uh, like going to see 9-inch nails at the you know, or Yeah, whatever. exactly, exactly, you know, and the whole drum solo and everything. But the funny thing about this album is that, you know, when it came out, of course, you know, I bought I bought it when it came out. But uh, there was no second release. There was no second edition. There was no repress. Why? Because it. They just because it was two thousand and one, two thousand and two. Because no one cared about right now. Yeah, well, I don't know. It was kind well, of vinyl, mid career. Yeah. But they only did a first pressing. They only did a first pressing, and that was it. And now this record is worth like two hundred bucks on eBay. Oh. And I'm like, I should have bought five. Yeah, you know, I paid like hey, twenty. Got a grand, I, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, I should. Hey. I, I should have. I look it up online. and I'm like, whoa, really? This is worth like 200 bucks? I'm like, I paid like 25 bucks for it. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you weren't selling your Slaufeg albums because they're so rare. They're worth, aren't they worth a bunch of money now? Not a lot. Um, I mean, some of them, yeah. Uh, the Twilight. Like the, 75 the, bucks, that, 100 bucks. Oh, that's all? I thought yeah. they'd be like 200. Yeah. Travelers, like, the Travelers, like 150, 200 bucks. Really? Yeah. I only have one, I think. I only have one. Wait, what about what about the, the, the I don't know if you know, what, I, th I think I think the gold version of, of, uh, of Twilight of the Idols is worth some bucks, you know. Isn't that the urine color version? Urine. Yeah, it's not really gold. Yeah, it is. That's gold. It's well, I mean, it's as gold as any. It's like golden showers. Yeah. It, oh wait, it was golden showers. Gold. It's so. gold. It looks like urine if you drank, if you ate a bunch of vitamin C or asparagus or something. It looks like a, you know, it's not as bad as the pink uh, Pepto Bismol colored uh, celery. Twilight or, or uh, Down Among the Dead Men. Uh, yeah, record. the bubblegum edition. Pepto Bismol, I think more I, I because on that tour I was I needed Pepto Bismol, <laughs> so I was like in that the was back when of it that all band started <laughs> drinking coffee, which I should never do. Getting sick, getting getting motion sickness in the oh back of that, which God. I never get. Coffee and Pepto Bismol on the same day. I didn't have Pepto Bismol. It was a oh, problem. We kept me and the, that guy Moz, the guy from Solstice. We were running around looking for. Uh, uh, chamomile tea or anything in Germany, and you have to go to an apothecary to get any kind of anything, any kind, any of, kind of herbal aspirin tea, aspirin or anything at all. 
All we could find is chamomile tea and milk, you know, to, to soothe our horrible stomachs. And I have never been motion sick in my life, but it was just, well, that's let's not get into talking about that horrible van trip, but yeah. Anyway. That's where it all started. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, how do we get, oh, the va- the vinyl. Yeah, I don't know how much that stuff's worth. I don't know how much the Pepto-Bismol vinyl is worth, but I thought they were worth more than 100 bucks. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, you know, that's pretty good, There's I some think. vinyl out there that's worth a lot of money, but yeah, those out records aren't that old. They're from like 98, 2000. They're not going to be worth that much until... Yeah, and it's not like... They're not from 1975. It's not like we're like a Van Halen demo or Well, anything. no, no shit, but I mean, you know? but some underground records are worth a hell of a lot, like, the, you know... The first, the legend album, if you get an original, is worth uh, like a thousand bucks or something hmm. like that. I think. Yeah, I wouldn't I think. know. I don't really know. I don't know. Any I don't collect stuff. records in that way, you know. Right for 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 monetary value. I don't think I have any that are worth anything. I have done that actually a couple times where I saw a record that I knew was yeah. worth a lot and it was on sale for like five bucks or ten bucks, and I was like, I can sell that for fifty bucks. Well, I was really stupid when I was like thirteen or fourteen or something. Thirteen, I think. I came across Daredevil number one. Oh, not that I mean that's not like having like, you know, Superman or right or Batman, Batman or, or uh, even Spider Man number one. Those would be worth some serious dough, I think. But some guy tried to sell it to me for like nothing, like fifty cents or dollar fifty or something. Hmm. I think it'd be worth something by now. Sure, Daredevil, Daredevil number yeah. one. I bet you that's worth. I think any of those like first edition comic book. Yeah, uh, uh, but I did. I was like, oh, I don't want that or something. I was really dumb. That was a, I, there's another thing I regret. There's the, the second stupidest thing. The I've second ever dumbest done thing my Scalzi's ever done. Here it goes. The other, the, the first one was the records in the basement with. Oh your yeah, the second was not buying Daredevil number one for fifty cents or whatever it was back in nineteen. You know what I just sold three. recently is. Um, Back in the 90s, I bought a bunch of Primus records. The golden 90s? You bought Primus records yeah, in the 90s? I bought you Primus did? Yeah, I bought Primus. Yeah, I'm a bass player. So what? Yeah, you know. That's no excuse. It's like, it's like, I, that's you no know. excuse for buying a Primus record. I'm sorry. I was ex- I was expected to know how to do I know like how to go. That kind of, yeah, I was, it was expected of me. The curse of the 90s. Yeah, it was expected of me to do that. And every that, bass player. Besides and Justin that fucking, that Red Hot Chili Peppers song. No, I, uh, I know you The roller coaster. That, oh, God, dude. It was but you had to learn how to do it. You know? Oh, dude, I had to play that song hundreds of thousands oh, you, oh, of times. Oh, so that's what, you actually had to play Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I had to play those songs. Because you're playing frat parties and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's like. You know, and, the if, and if the four other, pe- five other people in the band start playing that song, got to do it, man. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh man, again. You know, it's worse. That's than why bo- you hate the Rolling Stones. I get it. Oh yeah, because you're forced oh to play them over and over again. Yeah. It's over and over. Yeah, and that over would be. That, I don't over. know how you did that. See, I've never done that. I couldn't do. That. I was younger than the. I, the. It was a learning experience. You're younger than the Stones. Yeah. I was younger than the Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was even older then. I'm younger than that now. But uh, but no, my uh, the guys that I was playing with, they were like much more skilled musicians than I was. You were just starting. Yeah, out. I was I was like, you know, still you know trying to figure out how to how to play a riff on the radio and stuff. How to strap? How to keep the bass on the strap? Like how to you know, just trying to figure out how to keep it like holding it, and, like kept dropping it in shows. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Frat parties, you know. But yeah, I had to play a lot of Stones tunes, years oh, of Stones tunes. I don't know tunes, why you yeah. did that. I mean, I guess you could make money. So yeah. well, because when when the local kids who were like, I was yeah. like, you know, yeah, like like that dude's like the best guitar player on my block. No, I know it's right? fine. It's, and I mean, if he's cool. calling me to play bass, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I was like, yeah, but then it's like we're playing a bunch of Stones. Was tunes. that before? No, that must have been it before you played with uh, Roger. What's his name? That for was him? in high school, man. When did you play with the guy from the English the, from the Beat? The English beat. Oh God, that was in the <laughs> early nineties. Didn't you play bass for what was that band early called? Nineties. That was just his solo thing. Wait, what was the what was the band called that was after uh, the beat that he had? 
is an eighties pop band. That oh, they uh, had like MTV hits and stuff. The hell were they yeah. called? It was him and some black dude who like sang all this reggae stuff, and then he. They had a couple songs, like they got a couple yeah, pop I hits. Tried to play reggae. Do you remember that band? I do remember that band. What the hell were they called? I know they had. There was great pictures though. I remember the they were really. They got. They had a big head or two, but you played with that guy or what's his name? Yeah, Roger or something. Uh, uh, the singer guy. Yeah, you played with them. What well, you played a gig with him, right? Uh, at a bar in Santa Barbara. And it was like super. Everyone was super stoned, and they. Everybody was stoned. Man. How did you I, play I the gig though? You didn't know the songs, right? The, no, the bass player didn't show up. It was much. It was much like the first the Slaufeg edition uh, audition of Adrian Maestas. He showed up and didn't know the songs. Yeah. So so wait, how did how did Roger? What's his name? I mean, he's like majorly famous pro guy. Like he just is like just get on stage with this. Yeah, it was because I because I was playing there too with other bands. Oh, I mean, there's just no other option. Yeah, at that point, no. It was so like, how did you? I mean, th- it's not I like mean, they, play, knew, they don't play twelve I, bar blues. Yeah. No, but they it's not like they had super uh They were like this is an A riffs. or whatever. Yeah, you know. Were they doing lots and of reggae music? Go for music it. The drummer guy was badass. You know. Jam along, watch the guy's hands. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, was it did they do like mirror in the bathroom and stuff? Like like No, no, cuz I, I don't know that stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, so they were sort of a jam. That's a great baseline though. No, it's a great that was I like the the beat is awesome. That's a great. Yeah, that would be that would you have to know what you're doing. Sounds yeah. I mean, I th- I probably have played that in my life, but uh So what so w- w- what were they like a reggae thing or what were they doing? It was kind of a medium tempo kind of jam thing. So like it was a jam thing, so yeah, it was easy to It was yeah. a medium tempo jam thing. Um, there wasn't really like a s- super structure that I was following other than the people playing because when they would like go to a change, they were like, looking at Oh, so yeah, it was like a s- and yeah, sometime yeah, yeah. And the guitar player would go, G, I mean, G, did he, did he G, pay like, you? G, like, uh, did you get paid for that? Or no, no, it was just like a 20 minute thing. Oh, so that guy happened to just be there and they were just playing around. It wasn't like he had a gig that was, or you opening for him. They they were part of an all day thing. Oh, and okay. So was yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. And people knew that was the guy from the beat. I mean, he's insane. That guy's huge. I yeah, mean, yeah, but it was like a bar. It wasn't like a so huge. I don't even know his name. Yeah. Dave Wakeling. That's his name. I think so. Wait, what? Dave Wakeling. I think so. I don't. We're gonna have to. <laughs> we're gonna have to look that one up, man. I don't. I know, right? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Can so we talk this about the time that you filled in for the New Bomb Turks now, or Marshall Crenshaw, who was it? Yeah. Somebody <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, and Marshall Crenshaw. Remember him? Yeah. I know. Did you play with Crenshaw. Donnie Iris once when you showed up for a for a Steelers game, and then suddenly Donnie Iris was playing the halftime <laughs> show, and you did. You don't know who that is, do you? I don't, I don't know who Donnie that. Iris is. Okay, all right. Well, what about the? What about? Uh, what's that? Never mind. I, 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 you filled in for several. What about the log? The log. Yeah, when you play with the log. About the law. You played several high-profile gigs like that, right? Before you were in Slough like I did play some high-profile. Like you were. With I played at the MTV Spring Break in like nineteen ninety-five yeah, yeah. or something. With who? Uh, with Billy Ocean or something. No, like not ninety-five. It was more like Bebo ninety-three Bryson? or ninety. Who was no, that? It was, that was with Chaucer is Naked. It was. Yeah, yeah. Chaucer oh, is man. Naked played the MTV Spring Break. Oh yeah, and then the time you played with Bronski Beat at the We Hate were on Street the Fair same. We were on the same stage. Or was it as the Salt Alarm? And Pepper. Who was it? That, uh, Loverboy. Lover Boy, you were right on the same no, stage as Lover Boy. I, I saw Lover Boy. We talked. Did about you really? In 1993, when they were all fat, it oh, was great. It was, it was awesome. I would love to see. I Lover mean, Boy. it was fun. Like they were. I mean, of course, I was like, oh, Lover Boy is gonna be funny. You know, they were really good. I, th- I think we talked about this in, in this podcast. I think hmm. we started getting so old, we started repeating ourselves. Her Canoctai Harbor. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went up there with my girlfriend because it was like this, you know, get away to Canoctai Harbor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lover Boy was playing because you go there and you get this little. You know, it's this nice sort of 
It's a hotel, and the venue was at the hotel, right? Yeah, and they have like, don't they have ski slopes or something or something? Water skiing. There's a water ski. Yeah, but it was like winter or something. I don't know what. I don't. Hmm. She had money, so we just went around there. When it got to Cockney Harbor, it's nice. And then and then Lover Boy was playing. They always have a famous band. You know, you go there and like Johnny Winter's playing. Well, it was Lover Boy. So we're like, well, we got to go see this. Yeah. And it was part of the. I think he got or he had to pay. I don't remember. But it was just like this big dining room. Like he ate dinner. And you literally you went in there and had like dinner. You had like a like a like a chicken or something. And then and then Lover Boy gets up and plays. And there was like you know there's probably like hundred or two hundred people in that big dining ballroom. It was you all sitting at tables like eating, and Lover Boy dinner show. It was so awesome. It was so good. They were good. Dinner show. He was Love the guitar it. player was good. Mike Reno was like fat. Like I I hope we didn't talk about this before in the show. Mike Reno was like really overweight, the singer, you know, so he couldn't wear like his tight like David Hasselhoff clothes, you know, his like he leather could, outfit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like leather, he used leather to wear onesie. clothes that were like too small for him, you know. Yeah. Kind of like David Hasselhoff did. They looked very similar. That like you know. In, the, in like really? 1980, Mike Reno and David. Well, they had the same fashion choice. Okay, I could see that. And yeah, stuff, you know? yeah. And um, I'd have to put those two side by side to really like. Yeah, I mean, I, and, make a decision uh, on that. And he, but he, he, he was, you know, he was overweight, so he's wearing like a, like this big sort of like Hawaiian shirt type thing that draped over his gut or whatever. Hmm. But man, his voice was. I mean, he has a, you know, he, he was really good. <laughs> it was really wow, good. that's cool. Played all the hits. It was fun as hell. It was like, oh my god, like. That's how I felt when yeah. I saw Sticks. No, yeah, there's another example. Sticks is like the cheesiest. In a way, like the most horrible band ever. It was so much ever. fun, though. But they're, if you see them play those songs right, yeah. it'd be awesome. Like yeah. Dennis Young. <laughs> well, Dennis Young hasn't been with them for years, so no, they, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. this awesome dude who, but like, Tommy he, Shaw was there. Right? He like, Dan- yeah, Tommy Shaw and most of the other guys, I guess. But the no, it'd be, it'd be uh, the new singer sticks. guy, yeah. the new singer guy plays keyboards yeah. and he like dances and really like works the stage and stuff. Yeah. Well, you got You can't. You got to. It's gotta so follow. good. It's a hard yeah. act to follow. Dennis. I saw them at the San Mateo County Fair. And, uh, and his voice was exactly like that. Yeah, it sounded great. Saying, you know, and yeah. we were like, we're, we're having, you know, we're at the fair, we're going on rides, eating corn dogs and stuff. Yeah. And Sticks was playing. See, if you played with Sticks, if you just jumped on stage with Sticks, I'd be impressed. And, you know, you know. That'd be cool. Well, didn't you almost jump on stage with Pantera? Or oh, no, wait. I oh, was, was going to substitute for Dimebag you after he got shot. No, no, with, with, with Phil and Selmo's band. When they, did they, they grab you and pull you on stage? Like no, they, they were Harry? doing that to other people. They grabbed Harry they and pull him on stage. Yeah, they grabbed Harry. And he started dancing. <laughs> they're up there doing their tough guy. At the Down moves. show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was a good he show. They grabbed Harry and threw him on stage. That yeah. was a real love Why did he throw everywhere else? Weren't they having like an all-star, all-band jam? Yeah, they have like a... All band jam thing but where then they, they like pulled, Harry said. Then they pulled me on stage without any instrument or anything. They just, come on, man, get on stage. And like he was like, and he starts uh, doing the cha cha. No, like, did yeah, you see right. this happen? Dude, I was there. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. said he like he just started dancing <laughs> and then he just ran off the stage. <laughs> it was a, a down show. I it mean, was a good show though because it was yeah. like everybody there was really happy and in a good mood. There were no fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no you'd expect like that kind of music, you'd get all these. Like like meatheads or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, but it was just like a real love yeah. fest. Everybody, it was a lo- everyone was all just like, yeah, yeah, it was all peace and love and down, down and, and stuff. And trees and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. That's interesting. I didn't know that Down had a had a big uh, uh, like you know ecstasy uh, following or a big uh, you know post grateful di- whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so we've all right. So this has been Slap yeah. episode number fifteen. Oh my god, season one episode fifteen. This is September 14th, 2020. So I wanted to talk more today, but uh, no, not about me. We're in the middle of coronavirus, Mike. No, no, no. no, What? 
We're in the middle of a coronavirus. No, no, I, not me talking. I said we wanted to talk more today about about that, about what the activity. We'll save that for next time. The activity. All the weird activities we've been not doing or doing. Like I said, I went to the gym. It's not that exciting. You know, no, I don't do that. I do YouTube workout videos. That's about it, yeah. Yeah, PMA okay, Fitness, we'll, we'll yo. We'll talk more about that, yeah. But, um, yeah, <laughs> so. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Okay, this has been Slavway Radio, episode 15, season one. Today is uh, September 14th, 2020. During the time of coronavirus, we're going to uh, sign off. We just hope everybody uh, uses their masks and protects themselves and uh, stay inside if they stay stay inside and shelter in place. Stay inside if you stay safe. If you stay safe. And if you don't stay safe, go outside and infect everybody. That's there you That's go. That's an interesting uh, tautology. It's not a tautology, but it's. <laughs> a, and be and remember to get your uh, pet spayed or neutered. Um, okay, so we're gonna sign off here with them. some uh, live slough egg. This is recorded at Dante's in Portland, Oregon, on yeah, August eighth, yeah, yeah. two thousand nineteen, by our uh, our good friend and official um, Portland Pacific Port- Northwest. Recording person Nathan, <laughs> he uh, he records us every time we go up there. It's fantastic. So, uh, any what last song words? Are you playing? Well, yeah. I don't know yet. I haven't figured it out. Isn't it all one big? Doesn't that guy always record us as one big track? Like there's never. Oh uh, no, I think this one has separate tracks. Oh. Yeah. So we we're can just gonna play some through. random song. Well, we'll 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 pause the thing, and then listen oh, to. Oh, we're gonna do that. Yeah, oh, man, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. live. Man. Do you remember anything about this show? I mean, uh, I remember it was um, the opening band what gave me their CD and it was really good. Oh, okay, yeah. The opening band gave me the CD. Do you CD. remember anything about the, like, because I remember something about they had, a, it was a pizza parlor. Was, was it Time Rift? It's a pizza place. I think it was Time Rift that oh, opened yeah. for us. Oh, yeah, this was with. Uh, this was uh, just last summer. No, I, yeah, but with, uh, um, uh, um, what was that band that kept pl- that came with us that played Sanhedrin? No, not Sa- I'm sorry, not Sanhedrin, but the one that opened for us that was really cool. A bunch of young dudes who were really fun. All like, the young dudes. All the young dudes. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell were they <laughs> called? Come on, <laughs> you don't remember? Void Vader. Void Vader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. I was just seeing if you remember. With Void Vader that night. Yeah, yeah I just seen if you remember. Cool. We were stuck in that hotel for a while and uh, down in. Uh, when they went up to Vancouver, we were stuck in that hotel. In uh, that was a nice hotel. It was fine. Where with the it. hell was that? Tacoma or something? No, it was yeah, Washington. something like that. I don't know. It something was in Seattle, right? Just south of Seattle. We could sit around that hotel for two days straight with no gig. Yeah, because yeah. we couldn't go to Canada, and they did. We went to the that museum. Drank though. a lot of Rainier. We went to that Jimmy museum. museum. Sat around the swimming pool. Yeah. Say, hey, I had a blast. I had a great I had time a great too. Time <laughs> you know, all the times that we had to go to some show, they got canceled or it was all screwed up. Or it was a weird situation where we hung it out in like some crappy hotel for two days. It's always the most fun, you know, the most fun experience. Yeah, because we just get to relax and not worry. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, maybe we should just do that then from so now on. So live in Portland, yeah. August 2019. See you next time.
is when my wife started telling me to stop imitating a pelican. I had to put my foot down. 